This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I hear myself. Oh, there we go. Oh, here we go. Hello. I can hear you now. You got me? Yes. Okay. I We... Did not even plan what we're talking about. Just just started <laughs> just going what? crazy no, over here. No, I didn't know. Don't you dare call me crazy. No, crazy is the wrong word to use right now. Don't it's you? the wrong word to use. You started exploding. Is that no? That's the wrong word. <laughs> no. Oh my god, you're so annoying. You went, you went on a diatribe about your current situation. I said, let's start recording. Hang on. Um, yeah. let's get this going over here. Because isn't that what you requested of me? So here I am yeah. doing what you asked, and there you go again. Here she is. She's out here today, baby. Welcome to uh, Kramer and Jess Uncensored. In case you're new, it's a, kind of a wilder podcast. You're not going to get to play the mega prize minute over here, baby. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, we're on the air. No, we're not. Thank goodness. That'd um, be bad. Be really bad. Uh, what? What's happening? I Okay, I literally just walked in to tell Kramer since he was crying about the last time I didn't tell him I was on my period. <laughs> so I tried to do my part and all I said was, hey, just to let you know. I think I just started my period early. However, I don't know if that means it's going to end early. Because sometimes when I'm under a lot of emotional stress, I will be, I mean, I don't know how graphic you want me to be, but the Red Sea will just, the Red Sea <laughs> has lasted for over a month before if I'm very, very stressed out. A month? Out. Yeah, it's happened wow. to me before. And I think I sprained my ankle, so leave me alone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> end of podcast. Bye. Wow. Well, thank you for the uh, the heads up on that. You're welcome. How are you feeling though? Overall, like, do you feel? Do I feel like I'm on my period? Yeah. Yes. Do you feel like uh, the, cramp, little... the cramps are setting in and my ankle is broken yeah. and I hate everyone? I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> These are my favorite weeks, weeks to months at this point. It's fine. Yeah. It's just very 2021 of 2021 of you. Welcome to the show, everybody. That's Jess's um, menstrual state right now. Yeah. What are you? Well, that sucks for a garage boy. He's fine. I mean, is he? Yeah. Because. It's Valentine's Day weekend, everybody. <laughs> oh, he'll you know? be fine. Um, let me get romance music going on over here. What are you guys planning on doing for Valentine's for Day? Valentine's Day? Uh, I think there's this Italian restaurant that we really like here. It's the first spot we actually went to like a nice dinner at. So yeah. it's all like our first nice night, nice night out in Baltimore. Right. Um. We'll probably go there. I don't know if we'll go to dinner. Look, look at me. I, I was like, I was about to say, I don't want to be out late. It's a Sunday. God. <laughs> oh, God. Jess, y'all, if you knew Jess from Channel 933 Days, like if you came over from her San Diego show. I would be throwing up in the, I would be, oh, I and you didn't see this because you, you, you didn't know what was going on. But there'd be times where I would come into work so hungover 
You talking about? I wouldn't see this. You talking about listeners? Uh, you. I wouldn't see this. You okay. wouldn't see this. Listeners probably saw my Snapchat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, you wouldn't see this. But I would be so hungover that I would be throwing up in my side studio in the trash can. <laughs> But no one knew because I was like in a little side side fishbowl, so nobody knew what was going on in yeah. there. But if I, I couldn't make it, you know, I couldn't be like running back and forth to the bathroom every five seconds. And so I was literally puking. You changed, man. Because I was partying till like two in the morning the night before. And now I'm like, I think we're going to do it early because I don't want to stay out. Or honestly, maybe we'll even celebrate on Saturday so I can stay up late. What was the change? Is it? Is it you got a boyfriend like a, like an in house boyfriend now? No, because the changes ha- started happening before he was even around. Yeah, yeah. When did that change? I didn't know it because you know you and I, we didn't work together for what eight months, and so I felt like literally from when you went from, like when I left Channel Nine Three Three, you were one way, and then when you started working here, you were completely like a grown up, yes. or like becoming more of a grown up. You're like responsible. You got bills to pay now. You got this dude not going out, not partying. Like y'all will still party on the weekend sometime. Low key, yeah. But like all things considered, you're nowhere near what you used to be. No. I think it was my breakup from my last boyfriend. And what was that? Why, why do you think that changed? What my, like my how whole, you are. My whole yeah. self. Yeah. Because I think it just made me look at who I was because I wasn't happy. Yeah. And I was doing a lot of things I shouldn't have been doing and hanging around people I shouldn't have been hanging around because I was trying to be cool with whoever he wanted to hang out with. Right. And yeah, I was just, I, once that happened, it made me think about, do I want to be like this for the rest of my life or do I want to be someone that I know I'm meant to be? And then I from mean, that point, I just like changed everything. I didn't think you were like messy before. Oh, partying? I mean, you were very 20, you were just 26 at the time. 26, yeah, 20, whatever, 26, 25. I knew you, I knew you were hell 23 when I met you. Yeah. You were a kid. I know. But my, pri- exactly, but my priorities were like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just changed. Like, would you want to go to Coachella now? Or does that sound terrible to you? Oh, I would. You it's, still want to go? See, okay, that's the thing too. What I like though is like, I don't, I don't live that way anymore, but I, it, I enjoy it almost now since I'm not that way anymore. So yeah. if it's like a special occasion, when everything goes back to normal, my ass will be at Coachella. My. And I will thrive. Nothing sounds worse to me God. right now. I can't think of anything I'd rather do less than go sit at a four day music festival right I now. I cannot wait to go. I cannot wait to go see live music in that atmosphere. Sure. A concert, a fine. I yeah. Get it. But a four day festival, like, are you still. I feel like there comes a. Well, not. No, not some people. Because when I used to do country music over in Phoenix, country radio over there, we had a thing called Country Thunder, which was basically. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. It, it was wild, man. Country thunder, where's thunder down under? Yeah, I mean, it was it was wild. It truly was wild because yeah. when you put a bunch of you know rednecks out in the middle of the desert With and beer. they got nothing but yeah booze and and that and partying. I mean, it was it was I saw some of the wildest stuff in my life at that place. Yeah. Uh, but th- I would say I never went to Coachella, but I would argue that old people uh-huh. on a four day music festival are probably wilder. Than like a bunch of 20 year olds. Yes, out there. yes, because that's their time. Yes, it's their time to like, they can only do it once a year. Yes. 20 year olds can just, they gotta spread it out. Uh huh. But like these 45 year olds will say, yeah. oh my God. So that's how I feel. Wild, man. Absolutely wild. You know what I'm doing right now? I'm taking advantage of this situation. I realized it this week. Cause I, listen, let's be honest. This whole quarantine thing, this whole lifestyle we got is running out. It's pro- I would say, I mean, experts are saying by summer, fall, Things should be more back to normal than they're going to be. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if it'll be 100% by then, but that's 
basically what people are saying. Mm -hmm. That means this somewhat lackadaisical lifestyle that some of us have is going to be up. So yes. like, if you want to take advantage of it, you better take advantage of it now. I've decided I'm not wearing anything but sweatpants to work until somebody comes back in this building. You haven't. I haven't. I, and I literally have a sweat. I wear the same sweatpants for one full week now, and then I'll change out to another pair of sweatpants. Five days in a row, I'll wear the same sweatpants. You know why? Number one, because I've given up on life. <laughs> Number two, because <laughs> like, I, like, when else am I ever going to be able to do this again? That's true. Because pretty soon people are going to be coming back into the building, yes. and we're going to be like the, basically the new show to them again. Which is so weird, because we've been in a very uh, peculiar situation, because when we got here, nobody's here. Nope. So we haven't had to go through that, like, meeting everybody new and seeing anybody. There's We, we only see maybe, like, four other humans at a very, very large distance in the building, if that, if Period. we catch them. Yes. So when everything is back to normal and the building is filled with a bunch of people, it's going to be weird like greg is my best friend by default right now yeah i see him more i see you and then i see him greg hosts the other morning show on the older person station greg said the nicest thing to me yesterday i damn near almost started crying he goes how are you guys he goes how are you and how are you guys together because i don't just always want to assume both of you guys feel the same and i was like <laughs> <gasps> I'm, I'm my own person <laughs> i was like greg thank you about that thank you you know what speaking of how how are you jess and me? i asked you this last week and i was it actually was going to lead to a point oh uh but then we got sidetracked because holly and miguel came on and well we, skip skip to that point so what, what were you gonna say about how i am <laughs> You're like, talk about me more now. No, let's get to the point. Which is, what, I, tell had, me tell me how you think. I always think that's interesting. I, I have had a couple of people, uh-huh. not people here, but like listeners, uh, I'm assuming from San Diego, they probably know you well, message me and say they are a little concerned about you <gasps> after listening to your podcast. <gasps> yes. Who? I'm being honest. I'll have Send to pull them over. Names. It's been I'm a couple kidding. of weeks I'm now. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, uh, they, they, see, they seem to be a, a smidge concerned about you. Mm-hmm. So- I, I, a podcast specifically or just in general, because if they're, I have to go back, but it's been a couple messages over the last couple of weeks asking if like you're doing okay. Um, and so I had to go back. And so I, I, I take time to listen to Jess's podcast, get a plug in now. Hey, low key. You guys, uh, Apple on Apple podcast, Spotify <laughs> anchor. Also you can, there's a link in my bio on Instagram. Just do up. it. J E double S D U. I don't see there's a link there and you can listen to it whenever you want. I can swipe up now. <laughs> so I I went back this this week specifically. I started to like pay attention. The did one you that, the did one you listen to this last just one? Just came out. Yes. I and mean, th- this one was heavy. I yes. <laughs> they're, I, all, they're all pretty heavy. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know if it's any more heavy than the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I I would like to discuss your podcast with you for a second, if we if we may. Sure. Because I feel like anything you put on the podcast is fair game. It right? is. It is. So we we have a rule in our atmosphere where. Mm-hmm. Anything that we plan during showtime is free game, right? Like if Jess and I are sitting in there and like I'm, I'm throwing out an idea or a story, like that's free game, right? Yes. Anything that we talk off behind the mic, we got to ask permission before we talk about. But I also feel like, even though you sometimes violate that too, but whatever. sometimes I'd say I'm about eighty percent though. It's pretty yeah, good. I four, guess. Four, four, four to five times I'm going to keep it a secret. Yeah, they still don't trust you, but go on. Um, Jess, uh, no, but if you heard something on Certified Mama's Boy. Uh-huh. I, I I gave. Free from if it's out there, it's out there. Is my point, right? Yes, yes. If it's on social media, it's out there. It's out there. It's free game, right? Yep. So I decided to listen to your podcast this week, right? Did you listen to the whole thing or just like the first um, ten minutes? I 
I don't think I made it all the way through. What mm. was the? I listened to the first part about Kay. upset about Valentine's Day. What was the second part about? So it's in three parts. It's Valentine's Day. It's someone. It's thinking someone is up to no good if they're too nice to you. And then it goes into things with my parents. I didn't make it through the parents part, but I made it for the th- first two parts. Oh, then you didn't even get into the shit where I'm crying. Were you a mess? Is that what they're concerned about? I wasn't a mess. I definitely cry a little bit, but if anything, I think that's the heaviest part. So, from my my professional opinion, because as you go into this, you were saying we did a topic on the air about how you want to be treated for Valentine's Day, right? Yes. And you're pretty aggressive, if you're asking me, about you're frustrated because uh-huh. of some of the responses that you got about uh, when, when Jess said she wants this, 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 and this for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And we like, kind of took it on the air, kind of blew it up out of proportion, right? And then... Um, and then some people did come. I didn't see some of the comments you were saying, so they, they could have been on there, but I didn't hear. But Jess is saying some of the comments were what? They were like, screw you, you selfish bitch. Or well, something. I know, I like, like, oh co- like, like comments or DMs, because I get DMs too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So people, people can say that I was like being bratty yeah. or like, um, what else? What else were people saying about me? Stupid asshole. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, like, it was dramatic. When I was listening, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So then on there, you mentioned. Go listen to, because Garage Boy had apparently talked about it too. I haven't caught up with his podcast in a while. So then I go listen to his podcast. And he was offended. And he's a piss too. Yes, he was. Well, I have a question because I don't know, because I get it. Like with what we do here, you have to understand that that everything has some level of drama to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we take real life situations and we make them bigger because honestly, real life is kind of boring on surface level. Yes. There always has to be a unique twist to it or an angle or a dramatization to it a little bit to make mm-hmm. it more interesting because honestly, our lives aren't that much more interesting than yours are. We're just dramatic people. So. Which, which is true. And so when we do that and we bring that to air, but we also we also put ourselves in kind of... Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is when we do that and we bring our life to air, even though it may be a little more dramatic than it is, we get real life reactions. Yeah. We get real people People, reactions. They're not being drama. They're They're being real. They're being honest and real and sharing what they think and what they think you should do and what they think they know about your life. Well, then I go listen to Garage Boys like, man, I was so mad. I had to go to the gym and I was so mad. I couldn't tell by listening how upset both of you actually were over that topic. Because his voice is so monotone. Yeah. So you never know. I, I never know what mood he's <laughs> how in. He like, was he, about anything? Was he, I heard the words, but I wasn't sure like how upset. Like, how did that whole thing go down? After it happened? Yeah. Um, he, it was mainly, uh, I guess he was annoyed. He was annoyed by both. But he was mainly annoyed about the when your when your man is too nice oh, to right, you. Oh, right, the too nice topic. Then right, he's right. up to no good. Right. That is what really, really got to him. The Valentine's Day wasn't the Valentine's Day. I was more frustrated regarding the Valentine's Day thing because yes, we talk about it on the air, but I take I use my podcast as my opportunity to share more <laughs> obviously how I feel about things because you know you went in. You definitely I, I went, went in, in this week. Yeah. I went in because I, I hate that women are like looked at as like being too demanding into this when they. Say simply say what they want and I don't like that that shit pisses me off so I go into that but as far as Garage Boy he was annoyed it was the comments of people that really that was hard for him spawned by me yes spawned by me you gotta keep in mind like it's spawned because I took that. We, we actually talked about on the podcast how we we're going to blow it out of proportion for the radio, right? Yes. We actually, it started here and then we took it to the air yes. from there yes so my question is 
okay, okay. So let's take a step back here. Is like does does he? Because I get it. I was twenty seven once, and like everything that everyone said. Honestly, now. I give very few fucks about what people think about me when it comes to radio. Like I ask for advice, but at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, like I know who I am and I know what's up and like, I'm good. I feel like this stuff is starting to like affect both of you. Is that true or false? I can't just tell if you're being like dramatic because of it. It's yes. It's yes. And no, I think also we have to remember he's never been in this situation before. And, And that's what I worry about. He's never experienced this before. Right. I understand what we do, but also when I hear people say things, sometimes I get offended, but it also makes me sad. I hated women telling me I was asking for too much. And yeah. it's it's more than just what they're saying to me personally. I hate that women think and feel that way right. about themselves. Right. That hurts me as a person. Right. And so then I go into that and that upsets me. Um, when I hear people saying like no one there's no one is doing that or you should have your guard up or why would he do those things for you? Why would he be that sweet? These are real people with those real feelings. Right. And that upsets me. I don't, I think, I think that's sad. I think that's sad. I hate how we think that we don't deserve that kind of treatment or when, when some women would say that, um, the, you know, why would he do that that's not gonna last or all all of those things because obviously people are speaking from their own trauma from their own experiences and all those types of things right and I think that topic by the way in in case you don't listen to the radio show was garage and we may I think this one was it the Valentine's Day topic started here or was it the the the, the being too nice the thing? The being too nice thing. Okay. Because and that was a conversation that you and I had like that you and I had. Yeah. And when I was sharing that with you, you were like, Oh, he's up to something. He's, which in my mind, I, I know Garage Boy so, somewhat. But to me, it's like it's a it's a good radio topic, right? It's yes. a dramatic radio topic. It's a couples thing. Mm-hmm. People love getting involved in, in couples situations and yada yada yada. Um, so yeah, I go on the air and I'm like, he's being shady. He's being shady. He's being shady. Right? But does he does he does Garage Boy? I literally think that I think he's being shady. I think sometimes it it can get to him of how like shitty you can be about relationships in general, but yeah. he does understand that comes from a place of your own place and because of what you've gone through. But does he think that I think he's being shady? Uh, no, but I think he also gets, an, because you guys have to keep in mind too, every night Kramer and I plan the show and yeah. then like he hears all this kind of stuff. So I feel like with how much shit you talk about relationships and be, people being together and all that kind of stuff, I think he just gets fed up with it sometimes. Okay, And so... I think when it's a combination of that and then that topic in particular, having a bunch of people basically say things about him and nobody knows who he is and all this kind of shit. Right. Right. So that, so there's that part. And then there's behind the scenes with him and I personally, him and I are working very, very hard to be in a healthy space and a a healthy relationship that we want because of what we've experienced and what we've seen our parents go through. Right. And so I think it's just, it's like a lot of learning things. And so that topic in particular just came at a very interesting time. Okay. When him and I are trying to almost fight against generational curses, if you will. And I know Mm -hmm. that's very, very deep, but those are things that both of us struggle with. And so I think that just came, I think it all just came at a, all, it hit us all at the same time. Got it. Because I'm listening to this podcast. I'm like, he sounds like he's pissed about this. And I'm like, I, I just don't know what we're going to have to do as a show because 
obviously people are interested in your relationship and we have to bring that to the air. Yeah. In a sense he does, it's in, he's, some days he's going to be the good guy, some days he's going to be the bad guy, just like in any relationship is how it goes. Right. So how do we, I just don't, I, I just don't know that he, because you guys, he's still so new at it and you guys are so young, like the. But the thing is though, is that's why, that's why I have a podcast and that's why he has a podcast. Like, yes, when we took that, that shit to the air and we talked about it and yes we were frustrated but that's why I don't see a problem with me utilizing my space to vocalize my opinion and where I was coming from and how I feel and him doing the same thing no that's fine yeah but what I'm saying is I felt like I almost felt a smidge attacked I guess because I felt like hey we're here to like create content that's like what we do, right? Yes, but also we're still human beings and no matter how much that we say that this is a job. No, I mean, this this is the same shit that remember when you you brought this up too when you would talk about your situation shit. Yeah. And you I, I remember one time we were having a conversation and you're just like, I just, you know, I'm trying to block out what you're saying and my mom's saying and what the listeners are saying like, yes, you even exploit it yourself because it is content, but sure. you're still a human. Right. You yes, never you never yes. stop being a human. You're still no matter what. People the, the voices always. will always be in your head. Right. Yes. And yes. so so, so yes, that's exactly what happened with us. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, as long as everybody gets the show, it's a show at the end of the day. It's a show. Yeah. Like it's our lives, but it's like exaggerated. Right? Yes, but we're also still people, and this is all we have right now. That's so, true. so everything. <laughs> Don't screw this up. No. So everything hits even harder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's not a big deal. Okay. It just seemed and, a big deal. And I don't take back anything I said. Okay. The, it wasn't me, but you're good. That's what I just want to make sure you're good. Yeah. Okay. And I and I think, you know, and I don't I don't know what the comments were. I don't know what the messages were as far as like being concerned about me. I think that 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 alone was one of my concerns was the was with even doing the podcast in general is because I know people know a lot about my personality. I know people know that I am very emotional. But I knew that people didn't understand how deep that goes. And, and so, now you know. And now you know. Well, and, what do you, what, and what do you say when you launch your podcast at the beginning? It's like a place where I've got a lot of feelings and you do too or yeah, something. Yeah, and like, I was like, I was like, welcome to the Loki podcast. All feelings and any feelings are welcome here. I have a lot of them. And if you are here, odds are you do too. Yeah. And that's just, it's a safe space for that and for people who are like me because there are a lot of people like me. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I mean, I was into it. I was invested. Well, the first half. Um. Okay, I got a question for you because mm-hmm. we brought this up. It's a, a side conversation that Jess and I had on Friday. And I realized that in my dating extravaganza, one thing I never did, and, and Jess and I were kind of kidding because I was sitting here and obviously right now things are, are weird and they're lonely and they're strange and they're just, they're different, right? And so I was joking with Jess on Friday. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to go like meet a random and hook up this weekend. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. Just, I'm. I, I didn't know. Did you? I didn't know. And first off, what that even meant. Did you do it? No. Oh. I, because I realized even <laughs> after I said that. Well, I, I I hit Jess with some news today that kind of that kind of blew her mind when we first got here. We'll go back to that in a second though. Um, I don't know how in the world you just hook up with somebody. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like when I was dating someone that you don't know at all whatsoever, somebody you don't know. Yeah. Because every person that I've ever hooked up with has been a progression, right? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like you talk for a while and then you know, maybe you go hang out and then like maybe you hang out again. Has it always been that way or are you with that mindset at 37 years old in your life? I'm just saying every experience that I've had has gone like that. Okay. I mean, even when I was 20s and, and date and like whatever, just being single. It would always, it was never just like a, 
hookup mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And I guess my question is, like, how do you, I, I, the, the idea of just hooking up with someone is so foreign to me and so strange. I wouldn't even know where to begin with that. Yeah, like, what do you do? Like, have you ever just hooked up with, with somebody that, like, you didn't go through the process? And I don't know at damn near 40 if I could even just... That's a very like twenty something thing to do, right? Uh-huh. But what I realized is like even if I wanted to have just like a quote unquote one night stand, I don't even know how that process works. Yeah, makes sense. Yes. How how do you? I don't know. So like you're saying, if both of you guys are on Tinder and you're like, hey, and they're like, hey, and they're like down, and you're like, yeah. So then you go to their house and then you just sit there and then you start hooking up. They're like, yeah, right. Is that is that like do you preface it? I don't know. Like, do you go into a conversation? Let me turn on some sexy music here. I don't know how that would even go. I don't know, like, if you... (laughs) Obviously, I was kidding. Because I honestly have zero... I'm I'm not even sexually attracted to myself right now. Yeah, he doesn't even put on real pants. I've worn real pants in weeks. (laughs) And by no means do I want to try to (laughs) to put on for a female right now. Uh What... How in the world do you... Just say we're just gonna hook up and have nothing else involved. Is first off, is that even possible? Because we hear the stories of it. Uh huh. But like, how? Not that I'm gonna do it, because it still, I no. But like, how? Have you ever just hooked up with a guy just randomly? No. Like just, just like, hey, we're well, hooking up, uh, and then like you never talked again, like straight up. Well, like you mean like after I've gone out and like met him at a bar Maybe. and then hooked up with him? I'm just for these yes. for these little flings. I don't know how they typically would go. If I was just like, you know what, one time thing, we're just gonna do it, and that's it. I want somebody for tonight and tonight only. What I the think, hell is the process on that? I think I I think I've only done that of what I can remember. I think I've only done that three times. Okay, <laughs> was more than I thought. And okay. and the reason, I mean, the reason why I did that is because I was I was in a very very bad place. So yes. I, I did that on purpose. Okay, but like you I, were I like put, I'm, I'm, I put myself in that situation. You but you set out that way though. You said yeah. I'm I'm setting out to go yeah. hook up and that's it. Yes, because I felt like that's what I was supposed to do and like and also I would had got broken up whatever and so my friends were like that's what you need to do that's okay. what's gonna help you all that kind of stuff so right then explain explain that process to me then most awkward thing on the planet I hated it terrible like Seems I'm awful. not I'm not built for it the first one was I still did not know his name met him at a bar he was from Brazil beautiful but barely spoke English yeah terrible and yeah I'm drunk he's drunk I live you just, you just like what like across the way you're like he's cute yeah, or he 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 like approached me and okay. I was like whatever. And this was the first He'll time do. that I had ever done this, and I was like, well, I mean, he barely speaks English, so how bad can it be? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so it's probably good. So you know what I mean, it's exotic. So we we hooked up, and then and everything's fine because obviously we had been drinking, and like leading up to that was okay. The part that was like the worst, aside from the whole thing in general, that's terrible and that I regret immensely, was like after it's done, and I literally was like, okay. Thanks. You said thanks. I said, you can go now. That's what I you said. You were at his house. I, he was at my you, house. You, so he was I wanted, your house. I immediately, I, Smart. Imme- I immediately like came to like, oh my God, what am I doing? I don't know this person. I don't even know his name. He needs to leave my home. That like, was, that was post hookup. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is after we had sex. Okay. And I freaked out. All right. And then you said, okay, go. Yeah. And that was it. Yes. Never from the guy again. No, it was terrible. It. All right. There's one. Next one. 
the other one was we. I went out with a group of friends. He came with one of my guy friends. Okay. And we went out. The only the only reason why these all happened was because I was like drunk. Sure. You know. So alcohol has to be part of the equation. I think. I, no, I don't drink anymore, so I can only imagine how awkward that would but be. But some people are totally fine with doing this, though. Just just DTF, if you will. DTF sober, and that's cool. Like some people literally are like cool with that. Okay. I I've not met one by the way. No. I, I invest. Hundreds of dollars first before I even get to that phase. No, but it's fine. no, me either. But obviously, it, I mean, for Tinder to even be a thing, obviously there's a ton of people out there that are yeah. totally fine with it. Yeah. Uh, this one was not. This one was pretty. This was not my favorite. It was a security guard at a bar I went to. Okay. It was gross. Yeah. Not my. How'd that even happen? Probably one of my worst moments, to be honest with you. He's working at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And so we barely, the only words we exchanged was, can I see your ID? <laughs> I'm like, fuck, okay. And then he got off work and, you know, he like was there. We all started drinking with the bartender and he hung out with us. And then my dumbass decided to hook up with him. So then I couldn't even go to that bar <laughs> Ooh, regularly for a little awkward. while because yeah, it was uncomfortable. Yep, yep, yep. So that wasn't fun. And then third? Uh, so all these involve alcohol. All of them involve alcohol. And did you send him away too? Will you say, okay, go afterwards? He stayed, and that's another thing too. He stayed for a little bit and like started sharing things with me <laughs> about his personal life. And I. This was still the nighttime? This, did he th- spend this, the night or no? He stayed the night. Wow. And so. Uh, yeah, is that part of the process? Did they I, have to. I didn't want him to stay the night, okay. but like, I, I mean, what am I going to do? I yeah. guess I could have woken him up and told him to leave. Right. But right. I didn't. Yeah, it's strange though. It's awkward. So that was terrible. And then the other one was just like a friend of a friend, and he he left after, and I just I was like, this is not for me. For, you had never met him before. No. And then you just we like we're talking. You were hanging out at the we're same place. Out. Yeah. Okay. And then you were just like, what's up? And y'all started making out. Yeah. God, I gotta start drinking again. I think. That's gross. I think my I think my my love life would be a lot better if I just drank more, because when you're sober, you can't really even if it's. There's just nothing to blame anything on. <laughs> like, you know, you can't like... I guess, but it, I like, don't... Shooting your shot is so much harder when you're sober, right? Yes. Because the fear of rejection, right? And then there is nothing to ever be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was so drunk last night. But think about the, the three stories I just shared with you. The only reason why any of them happened was because I was in the one of the worst spots of my life, mentally and emotionally, one. Yeah. And two, I regret every single one of those people and I hate it. I hate it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would regret it or not. Personally, I do. You would. I personally, I'm not, I'm not happy that I did that with any of those three people that I have no connection to now whatsoever. Do you think that I, that I would regret it if I just, and I don't even know how. If you tried? If I just, I don't even know how I would try. I don't even know how I would try. I don't I'm know. Not, first of all, I have, I have way too much respect in women, honestly. Like this, I know this sounds like a PSA for me, but it's not. It's true. I truly have way too much respect in women to get on a dating app and start being gross immediately. You yeah. know what I mean? To be well, like, hey, you want this dick? That's, like, just, I'm not, that's just not who you are anymore no. at this point either. Just like when the person I was and the age I was at that time, I don't even, that's just not in my being anymore. Right. So I don't know if you were even capable of doing that because that's just not who you are as, I don't a, think I would. as a person. I don't think so. So then I got to come in basically and put like a ton of effort in. I got to be all suave and funny and blah, 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 blah. Just to... Yes, you do because you also require a lot too because I don't, I don't feel like you... You think I could do a one night thing and never talk to them ever again? There's I, no way. Is there's there? no fucking way on this planet. There's I'd no way. Like, are we in love? Yeah. 
No, you'd be like, you come in here and you'd be like, Jess, I literally think I just (laughs) met my soulmate. And I would just be like, I'm leaving. I'm not doing this with you anymore. (laughs) We can't. I can't handle it. What? What am I supposed to do then? I told you literally and I promise you I'm going to hold I'm going to hold myself to this. I'm really not hooking up until June, until June 3rd, until June 3rd. It's a long time. It's it's been a cold winter, folks. It's not that long. It's pretty long. If you're not having sex, Jess, it's a long time. Um, so I'm going to do it. But then I'm like, oh, I got to get back in the dating game in. I like dress up. Sometimes you just want to smash, you know? What's the longest you've gone without sex? Uh, my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe you've seen it. Man. Got the picture to prove it. I mean, shit, her and I probably went, let me think. Oh, God, this is getting sad. Probably. Um, hang on, I'm trying to find sad because this is going to be bad. Uh, I don't know what sad music is on here. There it goes. <laughs> oh, my God. Three, four years, maybe? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Ew. So you guys were just roommates at that point? Basically. Yeah, so, that's So what... wait, the last four years, you'd say you guys were just roommates? Low key? Yeah. I mean, it's... I don't even know if it was just three... When you say, like, roommates... Because how do you... How does that even happen? You guys just, like... D- I mean, it's a couple different things. Honestly, it's, like, a couple things I... D- I I don't want to mention because it's her story, not mine. Okay, that's so, fair. Like, that's I don't, fair. That's fair. That's fair. I don't want to do that, but and then like I don't know. You just like you stop. I guess from you, that's not something you ever questioned. You don't question it. No, I did. Of course you do. Of okay. course you do. Well, that's what Every I'm saying. I wasn't. Goddamn I, day of the year. I, I don't know. That's what I mean. It's like you guys didn't have sex. I don't know if you guys even talked to each other. So like I don't fucking know. No, we. <laughs> No, I think honestly what happened was we were just such bad communicators at that point. It was like I just anything to keep the peace because I knew that if, if I even brought it up, it would turn into a fight or an uncomfortable conversation because she couldn't have a conversation without it getting defensive. Mm-hmm. And so it just got to a point where I was like, <laughs> and then you because just- I brought it up a couple times and every time it turned into like a, a thing. A thing. That's crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying to think of how much I want to share about this. I, d- I don't want to share any of her story. I don't think that's fair. But like, I mean, it got to a point there towards the end, Jess, where it like couldn't even. Why did you? Why did you wait so long to get divorced then? Um. Because it was fine. It was fine. Like, it was fine. It wasn't bad. We never had. It- until the end, it was it was never bad. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Like nothing was abusive or like terror. It was, there was no like moment to be like, "This is bad now," you know? Yeah. And it was just an autopilot. I was always so busy with work. Yeah. And we had kept moving and like restarting and moving and restarting. It was just almost like you had other things to like focus on, right? Other oh. than like worrying about how, what the state of our relationship, which I'm sure also led to the demise of it. Um. But also, it was like, you also had that, like, it's the same thing you said about, like, that part. This is why I just, I've changed a lot post-divorce because I will never let my ego blur the truth anymore. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I think I did that. I, I kept thinking like, I never want to be the guy on the radio that's divorced. Like, oh, okay. There's already enough social pressure. Anybody that's divorced knows. It's just, the it's like hard to talk about. It's embarrassing. Like the, you, you labeled yourself and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so having to do it in front of, you know, I'm close to a damn million people in San Diego. Uh-huh. I was trying to avoid that at all possible costs because it was just as bad as it seems. Yeah. It's terrible. You know, it's, it's already embarrassing. You feel like a failure. And I was, that was so much in my head that I'm like, it's fine enough. And honestly, like, I don't know. I didn't know. And I still don't know about like what, what a marriage is supposed to feel like. Uh huh. After 10 years. And so a lot of it would just be me questioning of like. Is this what it's supposed to be? Do couples just not have sex? And my buddy who also now is divorced. um, We had that conversation about a year before we both started getting divorced. Was like. Are y'all still doing your thing over there? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, not really. Not really. Now, post-divorce, we both admitted that was basically down to zero. Um, But I don't don't know. I don't know what it. A healthy marriage looks like after 10 years. I think a lot of married people go through that question of like, what is it supposed to be like? Because at the end of the day, you guys are still in the honeymoon phase, but you know, you know from your ex-boyfriend, like no matter what, and but you guys had such a crazy situation anyway. Yeah. I think you always just wonder, like, is this normal? Like, is this what it's supposed to feel like? Yeah. And so I'm not gonna go in there and be like. We need to... Yeah, like, what's up? What's up with us? And she's like, what? We've been married for 10 years. Like, what? Like, what do you want? Nothing special anymore, you know? Mm. And it came down to, like, kind of that question, you know, of, like, is is this... Do I just have to, like, settle for this life? Yes. And, uh, and honestly, like, it's almost a reason of why I'm scared to get back into a relationship a little bit, too. Why? Because relationships come with a whole lot. I mean, you know. Compare single jest to... To marry Jess. And it's not that like there's a problem. I think I think partnership is really cool. I talk a lot of shit about marriage, but I I think the idea of a partnership. Well, my okay, in case you don't listen to Certified Mama's Boy, I go into this a lot because I feel like a lot of people get married because they feel like it's what they have to do. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten that story a lot from a lot of people being post-divorce is that they didn't quite know what they were getting into. And I was the same way. It was almost like, okay, I graduated college. I got a job. Now I got to get married. And then I got to have kids. And then I got to get a house. And yeah. then, well, probably a house and then kids and then do all that. Yeah. I, That's what you thought. I think a lot of people mindlessly get married. Okay. So I said this time around, Anything that I do is going to be very mindfully, not because I want to. Like, I'm watching my sister go through her wedding right now, and, like, she is so beyond stressed out and so far beyond what a marriage should be. And I see a lot of my early self in her of, like, we spent such little time talking about what we wanted our future to be like versus what our wedding was going to look like how many bridesmaids she was going to have, the dress she was going to have, very little about our values, how we would raise kids. I mean, we we didn't even really knew we were going to have kids, you know? Like, it's just so much pressure went into being married versus what a strong partnership would look like. And so I recommend that to anybody. That's really what I spent a lot of time on my podcast talking about, is like, don't just... Don't just do it to do it. I did it to do it last time. Uh-huh. I think if I 
knew myself better, I was too young, if I knew myself better, which right now I feel like I know the 37-year-old version of myself as well as I'm going to know myself right now. Yeah. Put a lot of work into it, a lot of time, a lot of therapy, a lot of healing, a lot of reading, a lot of studying, you know. This, I, I know... I know who I am. I know what I'm about. I know what I need in a partner, right? At 25, I didn't know. I had no idea. So I just wanted to go through the steps because it's what I thought I had to do. Make sense? Yes. I don't even know where we're going with that. but I just asked what took you so long. Oh. But yeah. I understand. Yeah. I would just, I've always just been curious about that because it's hard, you know? I think if we did a poll, we asked like what your marriage is like at a decade in, because I look at my parents, 48 years married, okay? Mm-hmm. And I I think that they are, I mean, it's been 50 years, you know? I think that they are great partners at this point because they know each other. And my mom's the most forgiving person of all time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, but like, are they fulfilled? And what does that even feel like? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, what do, let's say you and Garage Boy get married, which, by the way, what's up with that? Us, yeah, sorry. Us getting married? Are y'all even, like, talking about it, real talk? Low-key? Because it's been a year, and I feel like there's all that social pressure of, like, it's been a year. I don't think, honestly, I don't see us, if, if we were to get married, I don't see that happening until at least maybe, like, may, like a year from now <laughs> like, until at least April. I don't. We're gonna we're gonna no. elope, not least till April. Not not this year for sure. I think like. But you're talking about it though, or are the conversations yes. happening? Yes, God. yes. And that just like hit me that you guys. I mean, you've been dating for over a year, which is typically when people are like yeah. making that decision if they want to make that lifelong partnership or not. Yeah. Um, how's that feel? If I I feel it makes me happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. like one of the few things that I was I've been able to be like. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No question. He asked he asked you today, you're gonna say yes. I mean, if he asked me today, bitch, I'd go get married right now. <laughs> but as like but to be mature about the situation, like I it's not like we don't need to be getting engaged. We don't need to be getting married until like a year from now. Like that that's not something yeah. that needs to be a part of our life and our radar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 All right. There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we feel good. I, I feel do. like there's something unsettled right now. I'm not quite sure what it is. I'm okay. I feel like you're not okay. How does that make you feel? Are you does that about does that you fri- getting married? Does that frighten you in any way? Just as much as frightens. Not not you two specifically. Okay, because I feel fine, but I can tell that when I say that. No, I just it. I honestly hadn't thought about it since early or late last year. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it just hit me. I was like, wait, it's really been a year. Yeah. Um. I don't no, know if you I'm notice. Good. I don't know if you notice how uncomfortable you get when stuff like that comes up. Marriage. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, I think a lot of people do it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. That's why it's hard for me to talk about my relationship with you sometimes. I don't want you to feel that way though. So, I, I genuinely, you, do you, you know, I like you guys, right? And if I didn't, I'd be very honest with you right now. Yes. I like Garage Boy and yes. I like you and I think you guys are honestly a good couple. Yes. I just don't think sometimes you realize how much. You are so anti that that's why it like, okay. And, and I think that's the part, like I, like when it took me, remember when you were talking, like I, we don't hear about, uh, I don't hear a lot about garage boy and all this kind of stuff, all this kind of stuff. Like I didn't think me telling you him putting toothpaste on my toothbrush is something worth saying to you yeah. because I just, that's just not your vibe right now. And so 
I know I need to be better about sharing like those things with you, but like not, not just like as a friendship, obviously for content basis as you and I are concerned. Right. But there I do, I did find myself like, I do find myself holding back because I know how you are sometimes. And also in the beginning of the year when we made predictions, because I was thinking about this too. I'm like, why don't I tell him stuff? I think one, because I know in what space you are. And so I never want to feel like, I don't know. I just want to be aware of how much I'm sharing with you and how that's going to affect you and how that would make you feel. Because I know like where you're at. Wait, go, go deeper in that. Go with that. So you, what are you thinking I'm going to feel by you telling me about your relationship? I feel like you're just not in a happy place when it comes to relationships in general. And that anger and sadness, I never, and that's something that you're dealing with as a human. And I don't want to be over here being like, well, that sucks, but I'm happy because I don't, I don't want to like, I want, I want to be, I want to be there for you. And I never want to like make you feel shitty or like angry. So that makes me not want to share things with you sometimes. But can't we coexist in that space? Yeah. But sometimes you're, but sometimes I don't, I don't know if you realize how, like even like right now when we talk about the marriage, that unsettling feeling is like you, cause I'm cool with it. But like your whole, it's almost like you clam up and you're like, Ugh. and so when I feel that from you, the only thing with the with the wedding thing, here's the only thing with the wedding thing, honestly, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Uh, everything else, fine, completely uh-huh. fine, and truly 100 percent fine. Yeah, I it, it's just funny to me because you're like my kid. You know what I mean? Yes. And like you're like a, you're still a kid to me. But think about it. I think I want to. But I you're want, not. I want to like, express to me, this to you visually yes. so you can see. I guess like what kind of you know you know like in the ocean those thingies in the water where they're all like. They're all moving and stuff. And once you touch them, they close in like that. Yeah. Visually, that's what you do when like certain things about my relationship come up or marriage comes up. So I don't like to see that one because I don't want to make you uncomfortable. And two, it makes me uncomfortable. Give me another example because I don't feel like I typically am uncomfortable about you and Garage Boy. Mm. I don't feel like I am. Yeah. I think maybe even like when we're in a joking manner, if I say something, you're like, well, we'll see how long. Like, just you wait. Just you wait. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which I know you're playing, but hearing that on a daily basis is like... Mm, you know okay and i think that i was thinking about this the other day i think when on our first show and we made predictions and you were like you and garage boy are gonna break up you're gonna get back together but you're gonna break up like that's a shitty thing to hear too you know what i'm saying but i think it goes back to the beginning (laughs) it all loops back around of how do we coexist in a radio space Uh in a friend space you know what i mean okay that's fair i guess i just was not that's not, and, and I know we were making predictions, but that came out of left field. I did not see you saying that. I, I, I That was the last thing so I thought we, you were going to say. Just so you know, we make, at the very beginning of the year, very first show of the year, we made predictions about uh, about each other was going to be one, like about uh, Baltimore two, and then the world number three, or pop culture or something. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. And I said that I predicted that Jess and Garage Boy will break up, uh-huh. but they'll get back together. And I forget what all the details that went in between it. Yeah. Um, that bothers you, though? Yeah, because I was like, why? I just I just didn't see the purpose in you saying that. I didn't understand where that was coming from. And it, it threw me off. It, it threw me off. Yeah. Because I didn't see that coming and I didn't, know, I didn't know why you would say that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think maybe from that point, and I, I was thinking about that because I, I didn't know if that bothered me. I didn't understand if that bothered me. But after you said that, I think that's when I started to maybe not want to share things with you so much. Okay. You know? Because... Yes, we have to coexist, but there it's it's weird because it's like there's a line there, but sometimes there's not. 
and it's hard to deal with that okay. of, of because everything is so personal. You know what I'm sure. saying? Sure. No, it, it, it's a very hard space to sit in, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I ultimately will be held responsible for the content of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Like this show works or if it doesn't, it will, I feel like I'm, I'm looked at like, make this work. Like you, you have the experience to make this work, make this work, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm tasked with taking mundane life and making it interesting, right? That is my, that is my task. Okay. Um, but I'm not talking about just, and I don't want you to go into like a spiel about like the importance of the show and like we're here to win and all that kind of stuff. I understand that. What I'm saying, I, I don't, I don't want to lose sight of what we're talking about right now because I think like that's, that's what I want you to get from me and that's what I want you to understand where I'm coming from as far as like the relationship part and sharing with you those things and stuff like that. So how do you, how do you recommend that we coexist in that space? Because at the end of the day, we're best friends, right? And like any of your friends, you're going to have difference. Like I, yeah, am I upset about my relationship status? Not really. I'm fine. But like where do I, do I poo poo on marriage a lot? Yes. Yeah. All the time. All the time. So that's why it, that's why it's like, but not yours specifically, but in marriage in general. So I'm just like, fuck, (laughs) like, fuck, you know, I'm out here trying I want to, and I want to try, but then. But like, okay, for example, you poo pooed on my situationship a lot. Yes, right, I did. But I allowed it in my space, and I took it in. Yeah, because I, you I, asked I me for my opinion, and the reason why I was shitting on that is because of what is because of. Careful. I know. So <laughs> I see your face. Careful. Exactly. So exactly. Ex- period. Exactly. Careful because of certain things that were happening. Which are what? What? I don't know. What bitch? What? What? Oh, that. You know. No. So there's there because that yeah it's not like shitting on what you're it was just it was a very intricate situation. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, hope you guys are happy. <laughs> Fuck my. Oh my god. We'll end it on that note. Marriage is great. That's fine. It's great. Um, All right, we gotta go. Uh, Thank you for listening to our podcast and us talking out our issues. Like more of a therapy session for us. So thank you for (laughs) sitting through it. (laughs) Um, We, you can follow us on social media. Jess, you and your podcast. Follow me on IG. I finally hit 10K. K, oh my gosh. I just do it. J E S D U I T. My podcast is low key. It's emotional and I'm not sorry about it. No, but what, what do you say? I like, the, I like the phrase you say. It's good. Welcome to the low key podcast. This is where all and any feelings are welcome here because <laughs> I have a lot of them. And if you are here, odds are you do too. That's nice. That's nice. I, I'm uh, Steve Kramer, that guy Kramer on Instagram, and you can get me. Uh, Certified Mama's Boy podcast where we shit on marriage basically every episode. (laughs) All right, love you, bye. Bye. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 